This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello! I don't know why I hadn't added myself to the show. Um, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you happen to be in the world. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, had a spare hour, so I thought what we would do is uh, is do a phone-in show. Uh, if anyone would like to jump on and give their thoughts, have a little bit of therapy. I felt relieved and both frustrated as well, you know, after today's result against Liverpool, in which Arsenal drew 2-2. Um and I had a really good chat with Umar after the game on the Arsenal way. And I thought, you know what? I reckon there's lots of people with their own opinions about what happened, uh, about why it happened, about what this means for the future uh, of the club in terms of this season's Premier League title race. So if you would like to come on the show for a chat, uh, you can do that. The link to join the, uh, the phone-in show is in today's video description. Um, it's also in today's uh, chat box. I put it just in there a second ago. So if you can't see it for whatever reason, refresh and then it should allow you to, to see it in today's video description. Of course, please uh, be over the age of 18 uh, and uh, you'll need a uh, webcam and uh, you'll also need to be in a quiet place with a good internet connection to be able to record. Let me just, I've got my specific uh, banner. Here we go. Here we go. There it is. So over 18, click the link in the description, join the discussion, make sure you've got a webcam, uh, make sure you've got a quiet place to record a good internet connection and a stable camera. That's really important as well because you know, it's, it's not fun seeing someone's phone shake about crazily all over the place. But we'll have a quick discussion while we wait for people, if indeed they want to join, to join. Um, and uh, yes, uh, let's go into the chat box and see what people are saying about today's game. Uh, Gary says they were there for the taking. A draw at Anfield is a good point, but we gave them too much respect. After we went 2-0 up, we stopped trying to win the ball high up and allowed them to control the ball. Going five at the back wasn't the right move either. Kivior coming on for Odegaard. Tierney should have come on for Xhaka and Zinni. Should have moved into midfield. Certainly the substitutions, I think, is something that a lot of people have an issue with uh, and something that I'm sure people will be jumping on to talk about shortly. Uh, says, I would, Gary continues by saying, I wouldn't taken, I wouldn't have taken a point uh, from the game. I'd be lying if I said that I would have. Um, I thought we were never going to get a better chance of pumping them in their own yard, but I'm proud of the resilience that we showed. Uh, Peter says, it's ironic that Gabby cost us the goal. I was worried about holding. Um, I suppose... 
It was one of those where he slid in and kind of hit it off Salah, wasn't it? I'm not sure I put too much of an emphasis on that. I thought Gabriel had an overall good game defensively, solid, really good defending on the the long balls over the top to Gabriel when Zinchenko, of course, left a bit of space in behind. So I'm not sure I'm really necessarily pointing the finger um, at Gabriel in this one. Uh, let's go to Adam says it was Canati who sparked the change with his challenge on Xhaka, which led to Xhaka on Trent Alexander-Arnold. And then the crowd got involved and Canate continued in the same vein for the rest of the game as well. I thought Canate, to be honest, was was very good. Uh, the only thing he did really wrong in the game was the uh, was the miss at the end, which Ramsdale, of course, saved fantastically well. I'm just going to jump and throw the chat box, uh, the link as well. As I say, if you would like to jump on and give your thoughts, uh, you can do that by going to the link in today's chat box. Of course, the link is also down in today's video description. Uh, Ashwin says, I hate this feeling. Uh, we've been here before. Have we? Um, the last time that, I mean, our head-to-head record at Anfield, head-to-head, uh, Arsenal versus Liverpool. What is our head-to-head of these two, because I feel as though maybe that's not the case. Uh, If we have a look back at our recent results at Liverpool, uh, the last time, of course, we lost... I mean, we lost 4-0. We've lost uh, significantly at Anfield on a number of occasions. So, yes, 4-0 in the last time we met. uh, 3-1 in the time before that. Uh, In the league game before that, uh, 3-1 Liverpool, 5-1 Liverpool... 4-0 4-0 Liverpool in 2017, 3-1 Liverpool in 2017, uh, the 2017 March. That's two 2017 defeats of a 7-1 aggregate scoreline. So, actually, I'd saying we've been here before. If we have, we've not been at one, 2-2 uh, Liverpool for a long time without getting a result. Let's bring in our first caller to the show. Uh, joining us, uh, it's Wilson. How are you doing, Wilson? You good, you well? Yeah, I'm good, Tom. I'm good. Um, I have to say, in terms of the um, Liverpool game, um, gutted, absolutely gutted mm. of um, of not winning winning today. Um, I mean, what on earth was Granit Xhaka doing? What was he doing? Like, like when he did that, I was like, "What are you doing, man? Like, keep keep a cool head. You don't need to involve yourself into those fights and everything." We both know what the Anfield crowd are like. It rolled them up. It rolled them up. And then in the second half, you know, in the first half, we had everything un- under control. We played well. We did everything right. That one, that one moment of madness, I was fuming, Tom. What was he doing? He needed to keep his cool head. He didn't do that. And then Shichenko. You know what I mean? Uh, like Venchichenko, what was he doing for the second goal we conceded as well? Could he could have done better. You know, uh, if it wasn't for Ramsdale's saves, the amount of times Liverpool were in, so many times in the second, if it wasn't for Ramsdale, would have lost all three. I initially thought it was two points dropped. When I was thinking more and more about it, Tom, just, you know, it, due to those circumstances in the second half, I feel like it's a point gained in a way. Because of what happened initially. Yeah, I think that I look back at this game and think it's certainly a, a point gained rather than than two points dropped. I, you know, if you'd have said to me that we would have been two two after we scored the second goal, I would have said then certainly two points dropped in that case. Yeah. But the context of the entire game, 
I certainly look back on it as, you know, if anything, we're quite fortunate to come out with the point, the way in the game was finishing. And had that penalty gone in from Salah, I'd oh. certainly think we would have conceded uh, three in the game with the amount of time yeah. that was left as well. What did you make of, of Aaron Ramsdale's performance at the end? Aaron Ramsdale was absolutely immense. Absolutely immense. He made brilliant saves. There were tricky, tricky situations. And Liverpool had so many chances, so many times in the second half. But sometimes when you're having a bad half or a bad day, you need somebody in the team to step up. And boy, Ramsdale stepped up. He stepped up. Like people saying, oh, you know, Ramsdale got relegated, you know, three, two to three consecutive times. Put that to the side. It's about the individual himself. He's shown character. He's shown spirit. If it wasn't for those saves, Tom, would have lost all three. It would have been in City's hands completely. And if I was if I was a Manchester City fan right now, I'd be worried because because we've got a decent buffer over them, which is quite important. If you've lost that game, City would be laughing. But I don't think they should be laughing after what happened in the second half because six points is not a bad buffer at all. In terms of but in terms of Ramsdale, absolutely immense, absolutely immense, and he saved us today, big time. Big time. Absolutely. Wilson, I'm going to move on to my next caller as well, because I'm getting a little bit of echo feedback when I'm talking as well. But I really appreciate you jumping onto the show. It means a lot. Pleasure. Anytime. Anytime. Take appreciate care. it, mate. See you soon. Have a good one. Bye. Absolute pleasure for Wilson. If anyone else, of course, would like to jump on the show, just go to the link down in today's video description. Let's bring on our next caller. Uh, waiting patiently is Wes. Wes, how you doing? You good? You well? <laughs> Doing great, Tom. Thanks a lot for having me on. Appreciate Pleasure. it. Pleasure. First time on the show, I believe. Going to have to put a face name in the chat. It box. is. Yeah, no, uh, it's it's hard to get on and see these things live. Uh, I'm over here on the West Coast of the U.S., so uh, me and Sophie are kind Indeed. of the same, same area. But no, thanks for having me. Uh, give me your thoughts. Why have you jumped yeah. on today? What is it that's burning your brain about the game? Uh, you know what? It was a it was an exciting game. It's a really awesome game of football to watch. Um, you know, if you're a Liverpool fan, it, it was a great game to watch. And even being a fan, it was awesome. But, uh, you know, had a great start, obviously, 2-0 up. Uh, great place to be. Anfield was quiet. Um, I mean, it, when you when you heard the TV or when you saw the game on TV live for the first time, all I heard was Arsenal fans. Uh, this is the big away section. It was, it was great. So uh, hats off to those guys. Um, then, obviously, you had the Jack moment. Um very disheartening. Uh, but here's what I will say about that is last year, Jack gets a red card and he's off. This year, it's a yellow card. We're still playing. We're still in the game. So um, I think that shows a lot of improvement on the squad. Um, hopefully there's more to come. Um, then obviously, you know, it's it's a real game after that. And 2-2, you know what? At that point, I take it. I think we were really close to losing it there at the end. But uh, they pulled through. And like you said, Ramsdale was just phenomenal. Absolutely great. It was, yeah. Um, I remember seeing uh, some tweets, and you'll be surprised. Twitter is a place of, uh, of, of you know, normal opinions only, and there's never any yeah. exaggeration yeah. on social media whatsoever. But uh, no, I remember that he was kind of bundled in for some fans with like the players that were still a bit of a jury oh, yeah. being out, I guess. On I, th I think that Ramsdale has, has probably put that to bed now. Would that be fair? I think that this season, last season, he's justified the reasons yeah. why we bought him. Absolutely. And and I think I told you in, in one of the other chats before, I think some people, uh, apology forms for Ramsdale too. Not as many as, as some other players, but 
uh, Ramsdale, you know, he could be eccentric, what goalie isn't, what good goalie isn't. Uh, but no, absolutely. He, he earned his entire wage just today. Um, if you, if you look at past seasons where, okay, Hey, we, we missed the, we missed fifth place by a couple points or a point. Well, maybe Ramsdale keeps you that one point this year that maybe keeps you in it or, or gives you the title. Win. So we'll, we'll just wait and see. Yeah. And we'll wait and see indeed. What, what were the, frustrations for you what did you feel we could have done better that that we didn't you know it's already been said before i think the substitutions were a little bit slow uh this is probably one of the few games where again me watching here in the states camera did pan to arteta i've actually seen him quieter like you usually normally see him gesturing you know throwing his hands up and everywhere but almost every time when you push the camera to arteta especially during the second half he was just sitting there with his hand over his face. He was just kind of chewing on his lip. And, and you know, I kind of saw that. And it, uh, to be fair, you know, that could have been just him being nervous or, again, not knowing what to do, being a young manager. Um, but those should have come better. Um, and, and I said this also during another chat, but Holding had a great game. The defense did really well. But this also highlights what we're missing in Saliba. Holding did great. He stopped the defense or he stopped the attacks. He kicked the ball out, which is what you expect out of Holding. Saliba's in there, he takes the ball, he relieves the pressure, he plays a nice pass up, and we're actually on the other foot now instead of keep having that pressure on us. And I think that that constant pressure really, really got to the defense. And, and of course, over time, you're going to let one or two in. So not being able to, to relieve that pressure, I think, really, really hurt us. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, you know, you, what you raised about holding is good. It's always good to focus on the on the positive of his game. And I think there was a lot of positive to take from holding his game. I thought he was unlucky with the penalty. I, you know, I don't look at him and go, that's a terrible mistake that he made. It was soft and it was a coming together. And I don't think he saw Jota either. It was a really unfortunate yeah. moment for him. But it will obviously be used, I think, by some maybe against them. I've already had people leaving comments on previous videos. I've done desperate to leave points yeah. about, you know, negatively on holding. But you know, I agree in the point of Saliba. We know what Saliba brings us. We yeah. know what he will improve when he's back in the side. Hopefully, we have some good news on him soon because we, we haven't heard anything yet. You know, we got a whole week until West Ham and hopefully yeah. uh, Saliba will be available and fit and ready for that one. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Last, any any final thoughts before I move on to my next corner where in terms of kind of where your head's at yeah. now in terms of the, the title race? You know, just looking back at last season, and being in the driver's seat for the top four and then obviously missing it at the end. I want to see us put up more of a fight this year. And obviously the stakes are a little bit higher this year, but um, I, you know, I, I think the experience from last year is going to get in the heads of those young players this year. And hopefully I see it play out better. And I think it will. I, I'm really optimistic. I think it's going to happen. So thanks for having yeah. me on. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate it. Wes. I really appreciate jumping on for the first yeah. time as well. Pleasure. All right. Thanks. Tom. Thanks mate. Speak to you soon. Massive appreciation to Wes there. Uh, as always, I'm going to jump into the chat box quickly just to read a couple of comments as well. Uh, let's go to Marcus. says, we needed Ramsdale to get the dust in his eyes halfway through the second half, so Arteta could have a team talk. Yeah, I, I like this. It's clearly tactical. It's clearly planned. It's something that needs to happen in games. Um, and I think that the, they know what they're doing. It's a tactical moment. It's something they can use, of course, to try and aid in... in I, there was a game, I think it was last season where Arteta would use the drinks break as something to really change the way in which we kind of reacted to things. So, yeah, it's a tactic that's working. Let's bring on our next caller. Uh, Tyron joining us now. How are you doing, mate? You good? You well? Yeah, I'm good, Tom. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Where are you joining me from? Uh, from South London. Lovely stuff. Yeah. What did you make of, of today's game? Uh, 
It was a difficult one, you know, like I felt we'd done so well in the first half, especially mm. with all the hype around like Anfield, the nervousness around it. I felt when we got that first goal and then we started playing, it was just bopping them around, it was silent. And then we got that second goal, I felt, yeah, we're comfortable, everything should be good. Then obviously Xhaka kind of like got them amped up a bit and then they got the goal. I don't people a lot of people trying to blame him for kind of like the downfall of it, but I don't know. I, I don't feel you can really blame I'm one him. of them people to be fair, Tyron. I've I said that I think the reason why we don't win this is on is on Granite Xhaka. Am I being too harsh? I think so, because I feel like yes, they scored the goal, but then we had half time. I felt like Arteta could have calmed them down and get them to play in the second half. I felt in the second half it was like last year's Arsenal. Like we could barely come out and play and then the substitutions disappointed me heavily i don't know why he brought on kirio for odegaard especially with that midfield with tiago um started um playing and then you had trent just doing whatever he could he wants to do like you can't let trent do that he's going to create chances if you just give him all that time yeah i mean i, I understand why he, why he made the sub i think he obviously was it was what 15-ish minutes left and he kind of wanted to just he recognised I guess that Liverpool on the offensive and wanted to actually add an extra defender I agree with you though I don't think that was the way to move I think when they took off Fabinho and went to Thiago Henderson as the sole two in midfield we had a chance there to kind of overwhelm and take is over that, the midfield because, because they you know got, that midfield is aged as well so if you could at least get somebody like even Smith Rowe he's got a bit yeah. of power to him he could get past them or Vieira for a bit more ball attention because every time we was winning it back, I was just thinking, okay, what will we do next? You're just lumping it up and it's going to Trossard. He can't really fight off Van Dijk or um, Konate. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Um, what? How are you feeling now? This is kind of a final question regarding after the game, our title chances. I'm, st I'm still confident, like... I felt, obviously, this one, a win would do us good, but I'm still confident. If we want to win the title, I still think we need to go to the Etihad and do something if we really want to win. So, um, I'm still confident of it, yeah. Lovely stuff. Tyron, thank you so much for jumping on the show. I really appreciate your time. All right, bye. No worries, mate. Have a good one. Much appreciate Tyron jumping on. Uh, let's bring on rapidly our next quarter. It's Basha. Basha joining us again. How are you doing, mate? You good? You well? I'm good. How are you, Tom? Very good. I, lo I love when you jump on the smile. It, it, it fills me with happiness. <laughs> <laughs> what did you make of today's game? Man, it's been... Uh, I'm trying to unwind ever since the game ended. I'm just only starting to unwind now. <laughs> yeah, it, was, yeah, uh, it was weird. It was tough, I mean, uh, Yeah, it was tough, especially the scenario. I mean, uh, mm. a draw at, at, in, at infield is uh, not a bad result, but the scenario that the game w went with... It's the one that really got me. I don't want to repeat uh, uh, myself or repeat what everybody else has been saying because I think everything I wanted to say has been already said. We keep mm -hmm. saying that we have a young team. We tend to forget that we also have a young manager who still also has uh, a lot to learn and to improve at, especially at uh, game management. What really worries me, Tom, is the, uh, how should I put it, the tactical rigidity rigidness i don't know what's the right word uh that this game uh wanted 
tyranny, if not from the beginning, uh, uh, at least from the beginning of the second half. Uh, it also, uh, I mean, needed us maybe uh, playing with two number sixes. I would, have, I, I would, I wanted Jorginho instead of Kivior, especially yeah, that we yeah, it was clear that they they owned the midfield. And uh, adding a third centre-back might have worked for us in previous games, but not in this one, because we wanted to build the wall a bit higher in the field, not uh, at the back. Kivior did not really help us and uh, didn't make any impact on the game. Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, lesson learned. Uh, in all cases, if we want to win this title, we need to get a result at the Emirates. That's the, that's the way I see it. Uh, are we uh, capable of doing that? Can we do that? Yes, if we play like we played the first half today, uh, tonight, uh, we can get a result at the Emirates. Uh, I also am uh, really hoping that uh, uh, Arteta can realize and recognize that different games might require different uh, approaches. Yeah, that's the uh, the only thing that I'm looking to see in the remaining games. Yeah. Yeah. Having that flexibility is going to be key. We have shown that, you know, in previous games that we can play slightly differently uh, to get results. We can win wars of attrition, but at Anfield, it's it's always going to be an extra challenge. Uh, Pat William in the chat says, Xhaka is a liability, unfortunately, not up to the required level that we're trying to be at. Do you agree with what Pat says there? Uh, I thought he uh, got already he got got rid of uh, that uh, vulnerability, but mm. uh, tonight uh, today he had proven me wrong. Yeah, uh, we we've suffered uh, because of what Arteta did last year at Enfield, antagonizing the uh, the crowd, uh, and uh, Jaka just went ahead and did exactly the same tonight. Although uh, I'm cannot really blame him entirely or uh, him alone. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in all cases, I mean, another thing is, I know that uh, Saka is our golden boy, he's our star boy, but is uh, it can happen that he has an off day. Uh, I wanted to see him off, Trossard maybe instead of Sada, Saka, inst and keep uh, Jesus on. Uh, but uh, again, uh, we live and learn. We live and learn, man, yeah. Are you confident we will live and learn? Uh, Andrew... Uh, Uh, I'm not sure. No, I'm not. <laughs> Why I, I not? Say I'm, I'm very confident. I, I'd be. Uh, I'm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I don't see us. Uh, I'm hoping that we can get a result at uh, the Emirates, but uh, the Etihad. I'm not sure. Mean, rather than the Emirates. Uh, sorry, not at the Etihad. Sorry, yeah, at the Etihad. Uh, sorry, uh, and on the other hand, we rely a lot on uh, Ramsdale. Uh, he's been for the past five or six games. He's been saving us, and uh, it's, it's good to have a goalkeeper that we can trust. But uh, we got away with it many times, and we can't keep on uh, relying on Ramsdale the way we do. Yeah. We could have easily uh, received two goal, two more goals tonight, and no one uh, would have uh, blamed Ramsdale for it. But uh, now nah, I'm telling you, if I was sure before today's game, but I still think we have this naivety, and I'm not sure we can get rid of it in the remaining games. I hope I'm wrong. Fair yeah. enough, Fair enough Bash. I really appreciate your time jumping on the show and giving your thoughts, mate. Um, thank you for coming no, on. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for giving me the chance. All right. No. All right.
All, all my pleasure, mate. Speak to you soon. Have a good one. Much thanks to Basha for coming on the show. Much appreciate his time. Let's bring on our next caller. It's Solly. How you doing, Solly? You good? You well? Oh, the professional microphone. There we go. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. <laughs> how, you doing? how you doing? I'm great. How are you doing today, too? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Very good. How are you feeling after today's result? Uh, a little bit disappointed because I think I was thinking Arteta should have learned from the previous uh, episode of what happened last season, but it still showed that naivety again. Uh, I think I have a different opinion regarding our defense. I think why couldn't we play Ben White at the center half and play Riz Nelson as the right back? Because I think Liverpool saw that we were trying so much because of the lack of pace of holding to not press too much, and they exploited that. That's how I saw the game. If you remember in the second half, there was this part that uh, Nunez sprint pass holding, like Hood wasn't there. Uh, even though people are going around saying we crumbled, I don't believe we crumbled. I just think Liverpool exploited our lack of pace in key areas. We know Liverpool are a transition team, they love transition football. We are a position team, but we like to press and we like to play in gaps, and we need quick players for how we play. For the fact that holding was kind of in this context, a liability affected what we played at Anfield today, uh, today rather. So even though in the first 35 minutes we controlled the game, Liverpool knew that if they move their transition quickly, they're going to affect us. Uh, I, I had it with some of my Arsenal friends I was discussing during the week. Why can't Atessa swallow his pride, chuck him being white at the centre half and play with Nelson as a right back? He has played as a wing back for us a few years ago. Why can't we try that? Hold it doesn't work. I think if you put, if I was watching a situation where Cody Gakpo is going up in a one-on-one situation, and I'd rather have White and Nelson going up against him, or White and Holding going up against him, I think I'd rather have White and Holding. Tell me why I'm wrong. I think sometimes we fans and and. Content creators like you, we think uh, an attacking player can't do their defensive shift. I think attacking players will be able to put in their defensive shift. See, in the modern game, you cannot relegate pace. You can't you can't take pace away. As good as we like holding, we know his lack of pace is a liability. I love holding, but he's a limited player. All Arsenal fans knew that when Silva was going to be out. Why did we panic naturally if we trust holdings that much? If we trust holdings that, that much, <laughs> why did we why. panic? I think Saliba was that good. That's why we panic because then you're losing one of your best players of the season. It was like, it's for instance, like we panicked when Gabriel Jesus got injured, right? Like we all panicked. A lot of people thought title race is done. We've lost Jesus. And yet we managed to maintain that five-point gap, even though we didn't have him with Eddie and Ketia, a player coming in that a lot of people, similar to Holding, in fact, have said that should have been gone a long time ago, really, and we should have moved on from him. But Eddie came in, scored some big goals, especially against Manchester United, and we still find ourselves in that position. So I think that there is an argument here where we are, I think we're in a danger of saying that our backup right-sided centre-back is of a level that we're going to be concerned that if Reese Nelson's the option as the alternative, I personally think that's a dangerous way of then giving up what would be a stable back four. I think if you've got Zinchenko and Nelson with White and Gabriel, 
that would open up so many spaces for other teams to attack us in behind, don't you think? Okay, Torchwood, there. Uh, this is just yeah. hypotheticals, right? Yeah. Let's say, let's say Torchwood, it doesn't happen. Let's say there's a slight injury to Ben White. What happens? We panic. <laughs> it's just because that situation is like nightmare. In my opinion, what we should probably do is play Tierney at right back because Tierney has played right back for Scotland in the past when they obviously Andrew Robertson was playing left back and they hadn't really used him in the left sided centre back role. I think the only way forwards in that situation is to play Tierney as a right back because I know some people might say we should play Partey at right back. I wouldn't do that because I think Partey's too important for what he does in the midfield. So what I of think the youngster, he should go right back. Go on. What of the youngster would keep chucking on the bench? Play Yeah, see, I think if we play Ben White as a, as a right-sided centre-half, we don't lose this match. We would not lose this match. Why not? Because Ben White is good on the ball, hmm. offensively and defensively, better passing than holding, risk the game better than holding, can cover hmm. and step into midfield like, better than holding. We've hmm. seen this episode before. Last year against Paul's, with this referee, we saw Holden struggle against Song. Last do you not year, think that was in part to do with Cedric and Elneny being there instead of White and Partey? We, we've just been too gracious to Holden. Let's call it what it is. We've just been too gracious <laughs> to Holden. And I get it. I'm a, see, I'm an Arsenal fan and I like our player, provided he has mm. to win our shirt. Well, can we still be objective? Yeah, I think being objective would be to say that if we put Reese Nelson at right back, then arguably Ben White would experience the same thing that Holding experienced when Cedric was at right back because you'd be in a situation where your right back is going to be very offensive minded because Nelson's not a right back, he's a right winger. So he would be naturally going forwards and leaving space there in a position that he's never played before. Tom, I understand your reservations about Holding. Look, Tom, if Tom, are, yeah, go on. Sorry. Let's, I'm, sorry to, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. If you remember a few years ago, I, I, I'm not trying to compare manager. I've seen Alas Ferguson chalking. Jumon Park, who was a winger as a right back for a few games. I've seen him chucking Valencia, who was a right winger as a right back for a few games. Sometimes you get to chuck in your ego and be creative. This is a tie to charge. Why is it his ego? I don't really get that bit. Like, I don't. Why is it Arteta's ego? Walters, Walters and, and Rizniels for me will do a better job as a right back that will cover some of the inadequacies of holding as a centre half. I don't want to lose this title. I don't hmm. want to. And I, think, I think, in my opinion, I yeah. think we have a greater chance of losing the title by putting White centre-back and Nelson or Walters at right-back than we do by putting White at right-back and holding centre-back. Because I just think that if you throw in Nelson or Walters, um, and by the way, I'm not going to have people... Uh, Solly is entitled to his opinion, and that's absolutely fine. No, I can see that. Yeah, I tend to your opinion, so I can see people... Will I know you can. I get rid of them, because there's no point in having people. If you can't accept someone else's opinion yeah, that we're talking exactly. about here, there's no point exactly. in having a talk. That's why we're having a, a general discussion about it. In my opinion, I think that that just changes too much. And I just think that if you go up against... Say we go to the Etihad, right? Okay. And Saliba's not available. And you're going up against Haaland, and you're going up against Grealish on that left-hand side. Would you really rather have Walters and Nelson at right back and White centre back than Holding and White in the team? If I'm going to take my chance with Holding, I'd rather play Real Walters or Riz Nelson. I'm taking my chance with those players. Fair I've, seen, I've seen Holding for, for five years. I've seen it consistently. I'm not saying it's terrible. It's not just the level for where we are going to. Unless we want to remain at this level, then we can keep holding and giving a formal contract, keep paying forever. But if you want to go to the next level, 
Mm. I'm sorry. We've seen we see this movie consistently. He's not walking. I, dry, I don't disagree loyalty. with you that to get to the next level, we need a better backup right-sided uh, right centre-back than holding. I don't disagree with you there. I just yeah. think with the existing options that we have until the end of the season, I think he's the best option we have to replace the absence of Lieber. I think Walters is a, is ultimately still a kid and you're asking a guy that's never made a senior competitive appearance to suddenly be thrown in to a situation where he's then got to play, say, maybe eight games if Saliba's never going to be ready for the rest of the game. Hopefully he will be, but we don't know. And I no. think that with holding, you've got a guy there that's won two FA Cups and play really well in those two FA Cup finals. And you've got a guy that came in actually, ironically, Five against back. Liverpool less, and less last days. season and played Five really well. Five at the back. Mm. The time holding played well at the final of the FA Cup. Let's not let's put it there. Let's not forget five at the back. Four at the I back. I look at it as more three at the back than five at the back. Okay, I want to dice it or chuck it. It's still like five at the back. Three centre half. You are, is there an argument though that we technically play the same system now because Zinchenko is effectively like moving into the midfield? So you're playing with a back three of White holding Gabriel because Zinchenko is moving into the midfield to make... I know it's a, not a wing-back system, yeah. but it's certainly a back three still, I think, when you think about it. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But when we yeah. do that, we, we play with three quick defenders mm. who are good at recovery pace, one-on-one. -on -one. Those those are mm. two things that are holding lacks: Recovery pace and one-on-one. -on -one. Saliba, Gabriel and Ben White are fantastic defenders. But mm. when you're not chucking our darling holding... It's a different kettle of fish. Could you, last question, because I've obviously got some other callers and, and it's a really good chat and I appreciate you jumping in with the other opinion. Could you tell me at any point in this game where Holding's pace was the reason why he wasn't good enough today? The one-on-one, the one-on-one -on -one, uh, Nunes had, he breaks past Holding like Holding wasn't there. He was, I think he would like one -on -one. a lot of players, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, he would breathe, but that was so easy. Like Holding, it seemed like Holding wasn't there. And, yeah. and I saw the fact that we're being a little bit reserved. Party was not playing the way he usually plays because he he knew he had to protect holding. I saw mm. it throughout the game. We we're trying to protect holding. We know the players subconsciously know that if Soliba was there, we'll play higher, we'll press higher. But with holding, mm. nah, you, you can't do that. I think we agree that in the summer that we need to have a better right-sided backup to Saliba than holding. But I think where we disagree is obviously on what we should do for the rest of the season with holding. But and, sorry, and I, I really that. appreciate your opinion and, and coming that. on to the panel. Thanks, Thanks for so me. much for coming on, mate. I'll speak to you soon. Okay, thank you. Cheers, mate. Lovely stuff. Always appreciate differing opinions. It's always important that we uh, are open to hearing to what other views are. And uh, I think we did that. Uh, let's get Marcus on, who's next on my list. Marcus, how you doing, mate? You good, you well? Nice hat, by the way, my friend. What, what hat? What do you mean, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? I'm well, and you? Yes, very good, mate. Very good. Not bad. I mean, I could be better. We could have won. Yeah. Um, but we got, a, I think, anyway, in the context of everything, a decent result. What do you think? Um, it's that old football adage, isn't it? It's game of two halves first. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Half we could have been comfortably here. Second half, but for good old Chicago, they could have scored a few more. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, why why do you think... I mean, it's a, I think it's an easy answer to this. But why do you think everything kind of changed? And do you think that we should have done more? Or what could rather could we have done to stop it from flipping as much as it did? Um, well, obviously, the Xhaka incident wasn't the best. But I think, as one of the earlier callers said, it, it wasn't as bad as before. I think it was initial push from each of them. And then he just sort of manned up to him. He didn't go into his... In the old days, he'd have pushed him. He'd have been in his face and punched and thrown God knows what. So... I think he was better, but still that one reaction was enough to get the Anfield crowd behind them. Um, and the second half, it was whenever we've struggled is when we either sit back or the other team takes control. Uh, I can't say whether it was us or them, a bit of both, but yeah, that, that's where we lost it. We can't just sit back like that. Do you think we have to change based upon what we saw going? What, so what did we kind of learn to take through to the rest of the season? Um. Well, there's not much you can do with the team, I think. I think the, mm. the other players on the bench are, are of a better stand than before. And I know you don't like the word backups, but they're kind of they're backups, but not not on the same level as the starters. So apart from Trossard, who maybe could have come earlier. And I think, yes, I love Saka, but I think today maybe he should have come off rather than Jesus. But starting-wise, yeah. not much would have changed. No, the substitution, I think, is is what's going to hang on a lot of people's yeah. minds in the second half, yeah. in which we could have, because I think Liverpool was still there for the taking, even though they were obviously in the ascendancy. And I think that if we'd have maybe managed the changes a bit better and been a bit more brave, maybe, because the irony was, is that even when it went to 2-2, all of a sudden we were being brave and trying to win the game. Mm-hmm. But ironically, we could have won the game by going 3-1 up rather than responding to going 2-2. And we could have done that by being yeah. a bit more brave with our, because the way it was going, it was almost as if it was, you know, the goal was coming. It was kind of a matter of time. We got lucky with the penalty being missed. And it was always going to be a case of, well, the goal's going to come eventually. It's going to be then about how Arsenal, if they can hold on to the point. I never felt I never felt for a minute in that second half like Liverpool weren't going to score. It just felt like an inevitability. So for me, because we didn't recognise that fact and we didn't change based upon that fact, it's it's frustrating that we didn't. Is that probably a fair assessment? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the two sort of points, sorry, I should have made was Zinchenko concerns me at the moment. He's always not been there or thereabouts defensively, but his passing isn't quite on point. So do we look to bring in Tierney? And the mm. other thing on the penalty was Sky brought up the stats just before old Salah's missed penalties, this, there and the other. And when he scores, he puts it down the middle. And you watch Ramsdale just stays solid as late as possible. And I think that threw Salah. It was like, oh, oh no, that's where I want to put the ball. So I, I do think he was a bit of mind games. But yeah, I didn't know what your thoughts were on Zinchenko and recently how he's performing because we know defensively bit iffy but even going forward not quite where he used to be no I think that's fair I mean I am just saying there regarding because that's why I forgot what you said about Zinchenko do you think Zinchenko playing inverted actually outweighs his defensive incapabilities at left back the commentary were very praising of Zinchenko when when Liverpool scored I think Gary Neville said something on the lines of Zinchenko has been excellent um, and it was kind of one of those moments we played I do think obviously that 
he's going, we're going to be a bit vulnerable on that left-hand side when Zinchenko plays. Yeah. It's just going to happen. You know, it, uh-huh. it's the same way that Liverpool are vulnerable with Trent Alexander-Arnold, yet he's still been the right-back when they oh, won God, the league yes. and the Champions. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things. I do think that his benefits of the, of playing that style far outweigh uh, the mm-hmm. drawbacks of him defensively because, like it or not, we wouldn't be in a title race, I don't think, without his mm. influence on the team this season. And I think a lot of the performances are really weighted on the influence he's had. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yeah, I just, I just think the last few games, his passing's not quite been there and that's his sort of strength. He sort of gets that little ball out of play, moves forward and a few times he gives the ball away. And you're right, we wouldn't be here without him because the start of the season, everything he touched was gold. Yeah, I just think was. he's not quite quite as good at the moment. But yeah, you, you take any other year, you take a point at Anfield. It's, oh yes, it's, no, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's, this year feels you know. It's, yes, it's, I remember '89. I nearly broke my dad's couch leaping in the air when we won that one. But yeah, <laughs> other than that, there's not been many good experiences of that place. I think there are many a broken couch that night, um, and arguably. <laughs> as well but people punching him rather than uh rather than celebrating <laughs> Marcus, thank you for your time it was a pleasure to no worries you, Tom. take care mate thanks mate see you later uh let's bring in our next caller i saw was next on my list uh i saw how you doing mate you good you well yeah hello tom how are you doing i'm good i'm good do you hear me well yeah are you in your car it looks like you're in your car <laughs> yeah 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 i'm in my car good stuff man uh what did you make of, of today's game uh, so it's not uh, it's frustrating, but uh, considering the fact that we could have uh, cancelled out the nine or ten year hoodoo that we had in uh, Einfield, uh, but we have done it before with Arteta, so I thought he would extinguish that record and start from new. Uh, so, but as in for the game today, uh, it's not really that we didn't play bad. It's just that in the second half, I don't know, there was some mismanagement, maybe you can say, maybe some naivety. Maybe we were more cautious than optimistic that we were securing the uh, securing the result. As in, we were like maybe that one goal in the first half have derailed the momentum that we had in the two zero that we had earlier in the first half. So if we had went into the second half 2-0, I think so we'd have been better off, maybe more controlled, more measured, we have uh, played our way. Of course, as the guys said, it was the obvious you know, thing to do, which is uh, Jaka getting involved and riling up the crowd. That's something maybe uh, uh, maybe riled him up and put Liverpool back into the game. Uh, but for, as in Arsenal, surprisingly, I think so Odegaard, he's very, very good. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know what... Uh, Fabinho was not really that great this season. I don't know. We didn't... Maybe he was having more duties covering him when they were building up the play. But when the ball was on our court, I don't see enough uh, touches from Odegaard, that final pass, that uh, sink that usually has in other games. Not a huge criticism. The, the team did well in the first half. But I didn't see him as much as, as in other games. Zinchenko as well also for that... Uh, the way that Trent uh, easily picked him apart in that uh, assist to, to Firmino. That was not really the greatest uh, part of Zinchenko. But I think so. He should be more... Uh, yeah, and Tierney should have come in much earlier, I think so. Yeah, great. Uh, to assist and like having those, you know, overlap. What he did for Scotland, the way he burst into the wings and stuff. Maybe that could have uh, prodded and needled Liverpool more. Uh, Martinelli assist and a goal. Great, great, great assists, great uh, goal. 
But the issue with Martinelli, I think so. Uh, he is a good player, very good player, not a superstar yet. We're waiting for that. He's like he gives you 7.5 on his worst day and 8.5 on his best day. If you're looking for Martinelli to become a world-class player, I think so it's that 1.5 that he needs to get over that that hump. I feel like he, that ball to Saka, that final ball in the 94th yeah. minute. Yeah, that I'm going to have nightmares have, about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, Tom. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm not, uh, I like Martinelli. It's not that I'm dissing him or I'm, I don't. No, it's of just, course, you know, no, it's just a point of reference. It's just yeah. a, an observation, like a fine mm. critique, you know. Just like if you had that in you for that, I mean, you could have passed it to Trossard. Trossard could have given it to Saka. Saka would have been alone with the keeper. Or if if he was not that like patient, no, I mean accurate. He's not confident in his accuracy of the pass. He could have passed it to Trossard, which is much closer on his left flank, uh, which has overlapped it to. But what about that Trossard backheel pass to Martinelli? To that, yeah. What a what a amazing. I mean, Trossard is mustard man. He's what a great player. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But yeah, Saka didn't. I didn't even. Yeah, Saka and uh, what's his name? Uh, Odegaard. Odegaard didn't didn't show me much today. Uh, I don't know why because in the first half I thought Saka had uh, Robertson on toast. He yeah. basically yeah he, he he showed him away and then came on the inside and then obviously played that ball to Jaka. Jaka played it to and then we had the goal from Martinelli, which was great. But I didn't see much of the flair of, you know, him being isolated. Uh, he was not isolated. I don't know why the system... I, I think so. Arteta told them to be cautious in the halftime. Like, don't overpressure. Don't match them with their intensity. Don't overplay. Don't give them what they want. Uh, don't go counter to counter with them. Play it easy. Pass the ball. But the issue was us passing the ball was not there. Like, that, you know, that system in which we try to do it a bit in the 70th minute of, like, relaxing and not going over the top with it. But I, in general, I don't know what could we have done to have, uh, you know, edged it past them, having another 3-2 scoreline at the end. But Ramsdale, of course, is the man of the match. He took could have been like 4-2 or 3-2. Rob Holding, I agree with the rest of the people. Beyond this season, it is I'm an, I'm out on him. He did his. He, he's a great ambassador. If he wants to become an ambassador later on, uh, but for now, I think so. It's what we have, as you said, but he's not at the level that we need to be backing up Saliba because we have nightmares from last year for the top four. This year, we were wanted top four. We're getting top four. Uh, it's guaranteed almost. And But the title shout, I think so. Rob Holding is what's holding us back right now. No pun intended, but yeah, he's holding us back right now. <laughs> yes, it was. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's very tough, Tom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you like. City, we don't, we cannot lose in City. No. Newcastle and City are those, I'm measuring, I'm basically like circling those two games. I know there's other important games to play, but those two games, we cannot afford to lose. Either we draw at uh, Newcastle and win City, or win City and draw Newcastle. Other than that, it's going to be a dent in our title. Uh, talk because it's going to be very tough to win the title if we drop points I mean lose I mean lose either of those two matches we cannot lo yeah. afford to lose either of those two matches no we can't yeah and so that's uh, that, yeah it's frustrating I, I don't like uh, that oh we're bottling it on other social media apps and stuff oh no, we haven't bottled it 
<laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. I, they're trying to do that to get to our nerves, but yeah. But Liverpool, it's a tough place to go. We know. I wish that we have extinguished that record of eleven years since last time Arteta was a player. He won that game, so it's tough to pill to take. But if you consider it as a macro, you cannot judge this results by the end of the season. I mean, you cannot judge it by now. You were frustrated, obviously, but you cannot say, "Oh, we're we're going to win the league or we're going to lose the league." We have to see till the last two games or the last game of the season to, to measure this result right here because there's no precedent. We don't know what's going to happen in the next couple upcoming games. So it's very tough for a person to say, oh, we, we suck now. We're going to bottle it. We cannot be too over emotional. Maybe we, I, as a person, if we're talking about this a season or two ago, I would have been saying, oh, we are, oh, it's Arsenal again or we did this. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Being more negative. But now I feel more positive in the team because they showed me that they have the mental and the fortitude mental fortitude to go through Anfield and not lose. Previous seasons, it would have been different. But now I'm positive enough to say I cannot criticize this team. They have provided this amazing, beautiful season. We have to go till the end and hopefully we're going to get it done. Fingers crossed we do. I say well, thank you so much for that monologue. It was very well summed up and every question I was going to ask you answered. So I appreciate your time, mate. Thank you, man. Have thank a, you, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks, bro. Enjoy your evening. Massive thank you to Isoa. Uh, I've closed the um, the the link, by the way. We've got three more callers waiting to come on. I've got Dan, Az, and uh, Oz uh, to come on as well. And uh, so be patient, guys. You're all going to get your chance to come on. Uh, Dan, we'll start with you. My friend, how are you doing? You good? You well? Nice hat. Yeah, I'm, what hat? I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> what is this about? This? Everyone's just what I say. Everyone's like, what hat? I don't know what you're talking about. Frankly, uh, if anyone else was to come on with another hat that didn't have that logo on, they would just look silly. Not that I can see what our two next callers are wearing whatsoever um dan how did you make of today's game you know i'm just quite proud of the our team and how far we've come in the well this season because if you think about last season the season before it was our players that were saying if we had a good game against liverpool or a game against the top six we'd be saying how far like that we can match man city we can match liverpool and now i i, I saw trent alexander arnold speaking how Liverpool can match Arsenal and it kind of puts us into that top level and I think it just shows how far we've come and it, it's strange because going into the game in the like, half an hour before the game I was speaking with a friend and I was saying I'm not confident I can kind of see this being our blip 3-0 down and then we were 2-0 up after 25 minutes or something I, I, I couldn't quite believe it um, and then things yeah started not going our way but that's what happens in the season. And I think um, we'll learn from it. We're still a young squad. Arteta's still a young manager. We'll learn from it. And hopefully that doesn't affect us. Hopefully we'll still win the league. But you know what? If we don't, we've got next season, the season after, and the season after that with the same squad. And we're, we're only going to get better. And that's how I see it. It still feels like, obviously, this season is still very much on um and and obviously the reaction to this game is what's going to be i think obviously determining of the whole season you look at the run of ne the next period of games you've got west ham away you've got southampton at home and then you've got the city game and then you've got the newcastle game and then you've got a chelsea game and then you've got a brighton game who are looking like a top six side as well at the moment how do you think we will respond based upon what you saw? Do you think that the Ramsdale performance at the end may have actually acted, not as if we'd won, that would have been a huge boost, but I almost feel as though if, say, they'd equalised right at the end and that was the last thing that happened in the game, 
it would have had a greater negative impact. And actually, Ramsdale's game-saving moments at the end arguably will act as kind of the opposite to what the conceding did right late on. I'd say potentially, but I think we've shown a lot of mentality this season that if we do lose, we can bounce back. And if we do draw, we can bounce back. And I think West Ham is quite a good game to do that with. Um, and Southampton, I, I, I expect six points. Um, whether that will happen, we'll, we'll yet to find out. But what's good is if we do get those six points, when we play Man City, we could be nine points ahead of them. I know they'll have two games in hand, but that just will kind of give a bit of a boost, I think, to our to our team. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still confident. I still think we'll bounce back straight away. I think whether Saliba comes in or not, I'm actually, I don't think holding is our issue. I, I get he's not as good as Saliba. I get he's not probably a title-winning centre-back, but he's not that guy. That's why he doesn't start for us. <laughs> well, exactly. He's and to yeah. be honest, if Tommy Asu was fit, he'd probably be starting ahead of Holding. Yeah, he would. Be. Holding's I'm not no that doubt. guy. It, well, yeah. exactly. So let's say we had a, I don't, an Upamakan. I'm just making someone up. Let's say we had that a very good centre-back. Where does he fit yeah. in the rest of our season? So we can't just buy anyone and everyone. Holding's okay as a fourth choice centre back. It just so happens we have to use him right now. Yeah, and let's, hopefully it, that won't last. We're not using our second choice right sided centre back. We're using our third choice because exactly. if Tommy Asu was fit, White would be playing right sided centre back, and Tommy Asu would be right back. That, that is how we would set up. But we've lost our first choice and the opportunity to use our second choice. So we're having to use our third choice. It's not poor planning or poor you know, recruitment. We, we're actually very well stocked in these areas, but it's just the worst situation. Again, it's, it's so annoying because obviously we think back to last season, we lost Partey and Tierney and White was out for a bit and Gabriel was out and you know we were in this situation again. It's frustrating it's happened again. But just for last question before I go on to the last two callers, Dan, Right now, are you leaning towards still a yes regarding the title? Yeah, again, it's one game at a time, um, mm. but I, I want to say yes. Just quickly, one thing, something mm. that kind of bugs me, like game on game, is I don't want to diss him too much. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I think Granit Xhaka has had a brilliant season, don't get me wrong, but there's something in yeah. this game that I really don't like, and it's not mm. the whole um, thing that everyone kind of blames our our draw for but it's the way he takes forever on the ball sometimes and he wants the foul and he he's kind of expecting to yeah. be fouled but then he loses the ball and I think that happened three or four times today and it really really annoys me and I think yeah, I think two seasons ago it really worked because referees were far less lenient than they are now but mm. because the change of the way in games are refereed when Xhaka looks for that foul and doesn't get it. We're then we've, we're then down a midfielder, and we're really vulnerable. Always so been found out. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean with that situation. It annoys me as well. I think that Xhaka needs to speed up, and he's had a whole season to try and react to that, and he's not necessarily done that. I feel he's been brilliant. Don't get me wrong, but obviously there's still drawbacks in his game, as we saw one of them today. And I think what you've highlighted there is is another one. Um, Dan, thank you for your time, mate. Always appreciation uh, you talking to us. Yeah, it's been it's been great, and hopefully we'll we'll keep winning. Fingers crossed. Thanks, mate. Appreciate your time. Right. Speak to you soon. Have a good one, fella. Yeah. Much appreciate, Dan, uh, coming on the channel. As always, you can find him in our Discord service, one of our longest-serving and loyal members. Uh, let's bring on our next uh, caller, Az, and then we've got Oz finishing off the show as well. Az, how you doing, mate? You good? You well? Yeah, not bad, buddy. How you doing? 
Yeah, you got a, a semi-good hat on. It's nearly as good as a, as a TGT hat. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with my hat. It's fine. It's fine. Thanks very much. How are you? Where are you joining us from? Um, I'm from Glasgow. Um, I should have so detected long, that. Long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, long time Arsenal fan though. So, um, yeah, pretty gutted, to be honest, kind of. Um, mm. Which is kind of strange though, because before the game, um, I would have happily have taken a draw at Anfield. Um, I would have been happy with that, but I think um, the way the game finished, I kind of felt mm-hmm. that the game was in our hands. We were 2-0 up. And I kind of felt as if we kind of threw that lead away. Yeah. So I think that the Xhaka outburst, I know you've heard this from other callers as well, but I think the Xhaka outburst was completely unnecessary. I just kind of feel that an experienced player like Xhaka should know better. He knows what happens when you do that Anfield. If you do that kind of thing at Anfield, if you do it at Old Trafford, it gets the kind of crowd riled up. It gets the players motivated and fired up as well. And um, the game can change. Um, I mean, when Xhaka did that, I kind of got PTSD from last year when Arteta had that kind of scrap with Klopp on the touchline. And obviously that turned the game around as well. And I, I kind of felt as if this was headed the same way. Um, and as soon as that happened, Liverpool dominated the second half as well. Um, and I do kind of feel we were lucky to come away with a draw. Um, Ramsdale, for me, clearly, man of the match. I think he probably saved us a point there. Um, Zinchenko, I think as your last caller said there as well, I'm kind of worried about Zinchenko. I think he made a mistake which cost us a goal in the game against Crystal Palace. And he kind of did the same this game as well. And I, I don't know what it is. And I, and I think... This is something I think you covered as well, Tom, previously, um, just before the Liverpool match, is that Zinchenko is great in the positions that he covers, but he's not great defensively, and I think that showed. And really, I think as soon as Xhaka was booked, what Mikel Arteta should have done was maybe move Zinchenko into that midfield, take Xhaka off, and put Tierney in the left-back just to kind of give us a bit more defensive security on the left-hand side. And I think that would have maybe have stopped Liverpool from scoring, but I mean, in, in retrospect, it's, it's easy enough to see, but obviously at that time, um, yeah, it, it, it is what it is. No, it is. Uh, by the way, I'm not ignoring you. I'm trying to plug my laptop in, frankly, <laughs> <laughs> before it runs out of battery. Uh, in terms of where this thing this kind of leaves us at the end of the season and the title race, do you think it's the type of result that would be damaging in the sense of where we go to West Ham and then Southampton do predict like a negative response, or do you think, based upon what we've seen this season, we'll see more of a positive response? Well, I definitely think whenever we've dropped points, we've always kind of galvanised ourselves and we've gone on and we've had like a, a winning streak. So mm. I think certainly against West Ham and against, um, can't remember who else, we've got, we've got West Ham and I think we've got a few other teams. Southampton's I think we should win. That. That's right, we should, we should definitely win those games. I think the big test is going to be that City. And I said this before the Liverpool game as well. I don't think the Liverpool game is the the title decider. I think it will be the game against City at the Etihad. Um, we absolutely cannot lose that game. If we draw, that's probably going to be a an okay result. I'd be happy with the draw. But we absolutely cannot lose. Because if we lose, the way City are playing at the moment, we saw this last season when they were competing against Liverpool for the title in the year before that. City do not draw points easily in the run-up to the end of the season. And I don't see them doing that. I think Brentford, the last game they have, I think, might be a bit of a, a challenge for them, because Brentford are a good side. Yeah. But 
I, I honestly don't see City dropping points. So we we absolutely need to win all of our games. If we can get a point from City, um, and we'll need to beat Newcastle as well, obviously. So it's going to be tough. I think we can do it, but I think we need to improve from the way we played against City at home. And we need to learn from our mistakes against this game as well, against yeah. Liverpool. And I think, you know, we will, because I think we'll, obviously we'll have Partey, you'd think, available for that game. Yeah. And he was a big miss for the, the City game at home. Jesus being back, I thought he was excellent. So even There was that moment where he did the little keepy-uppies and then set Martinelli through that was just like, we've not had that type of flair, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, I think yeah. that's going to be big. So if I was to ask you right now, are we winning the league or not? What are you still saying at this moment? Uh, it's tough. It's 50-50. But I think if, if you had to ask me, to choose one or the other, I'd say we'll probably just do it, but I think it's going to come down to the last game of the season. Yeah. Home to Wolves and City are away to Brentford. So, a very interesting yeah, very end winnable. to the season. Yeah, definitely. Should be a good end to the season. As thank you so much for your time, mate. Really appreciate it. No worries, Tom. Take care, mate. Cheers. You too. Have a good one. See you later. Lovely stuff. And that brings us to our final caller of the day. He's been very, very patient indeed. Uh, Wizard of Oz. How you doing, mate? Hello, good, you well? Hello, fellow. How you going? Yeah, very good. What's your actual name? Otherwise, I'm going to be calling you after some movie from the 50s. My name's James Osborne and that, like, but everybody calls me Ozzy. So. Okay, Ozzy. I'll call you by your proper name, as your mates, I'm sure, <laughs> would prefer. Um, yeah, so tell me kind of why you jumped on and what are your thoughts around the frustrations of today? No, I've been I've been a long time watcher and that like since she was a teacher fella, to be honest, and that like, you know, and uh I, I hardly ever comment yeah. or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's I think I commented a few months ago when uh my, my boy had to teach me how to use the uh YouTube to get your live <laughs> events and that uh, and you commented back in that like if you remember, I don't know. Right. I appreciate you listening, mate. Yeah, man, no 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 worries, and that that. Uh, yeah, I jumped on today because I looked on Twitter and everyone was jumping on about Partey's performance today, and that. And I thought, I thought he had a good game. Yeah, I thought he had a, I thought he had a good game myself and that. Like, do you know what I mean? I, th- I thought he was calm. He was calm and that. Like, and we needed that. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I, personally, in that, like, if anyone was didn't really perform in the game, it was uh, Saka on the, on the right and that. Like, you know, he didn't really have the chance. Don't get it twisted, but I think he was. Uh, Oh, I, I I don't know why everybody's jumping on party all of a sudden and that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I haven't really been on social media, to be honest, this afternoon, so maybe I've somehow missed it. I find that a bit strange. I mean, Untitled says there who on earth is saying party was poor. I mean, you must have seen the comments he's saying. I'm not saying yeah. that this happened, but yeah, I. I find that odd. I did. I wrote my winners and losers piece afterwards, and I put Partey in my winners because I thought yeah. he was again dominant. The the control he has in the midfield. It's the type of performance that I feel as though if Partey's not there, we don't win today, or we don't even play exactly. like we did in the first thirty minutes. He's so important to what we do. So that is strange. Do you have any idea what, what were people suggesting he wasn't doing, or did they put any evidence, or was it just Partey? No, of course they didn't. No, no, it's none like that. It's social media, it's Twitter. It's probably Tottenham fans. It's true. It's true. I mean, a player that I agree with you, I thought Saka was relatively quiet in the second half in particular. First 30 minutes, I think, I, you know, we really could have got more out of, of what Saka was doing. We got a great opportunity for his drive, which obviously led to the first goal. But, you know, I really thought, and I agree with what Isaiah was saying earlier on, where he felt that he had Robertson on toast and he, and he really did. Yeah. And then there was that moment in the second half where obviously Martinelli feeds him but can't get the ball to him right at the end. There was another one where I think it was it Trossard who put the cross across and Allison kind of just grabbed onto it as well. Yeah. Those moments. Now, 
Saka has scored in so many big games for us, whether it's North London derbies or whether it's home against Man City, whether it's uh, against Manchester United, even Liverpool at home, you know, yeah. he scores in big games. So it's not like we're going to be sitting here and saying that Saka's not doing it across mm. the big game. They normally, but, everybody normally yeah. sticks three men on him, don't they? You know what I mean? So it's hard to get him involved, you know, now, because they know yeah. his quality. So, And I think that's one of the reasons why we've excelled this season is with Jesus coming in. I think, would you agree that now teams, they can put three on Saka, but then that gives more space to Jesus and it gives more space exactly to that. Exactly that. And also that, that you had a couple of callers before and that saying that uh, about uh, Tierney should have been planned. And you could see that Arteta was planning for Tierney to come on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So he could see that they, there was a weakness there in that. Like, there was just that slight... Uh, timing balance and that, like, do you know what I mean? It was just off and that, like, you know what I mean? Otherwise, we, we could have easily got that under control, you know what I mean? I don't think Arteta yeah. is to blame for tonight, today's performance and that, like, do you know what I mean? And we've gone to Anfield and we took it to them, do you know what I mean? We took it to them and that, like, and they would, um, they, they'll be the ones who are thinking, like, well, we got a point out of that after that first 30 minutes, you know what I mean? No, I think, yeah, I think there will be Liverpool fans that are saying they feel they could have won it and that, you know, they'll arguably be thinking they could have done. But I agree that, you know, after, if you were to look at that game, if say if you'd only watched the first 30 minutes of that game and then were told it ended 2-2, you would have been like, what the hell happened for it to end 2-2? I really thought Arsenal could go on to win this relatively I remember because I'm really now you know at home watching the games and uh, I'm shouting at the TV going like oh, stick it to them because like, we really could have got three or four and yeah it's such a frustration that that didn't have I asked this to Dan do you have any concerns about this result and the impact it might have on West Ham or Southampton no not on, not on them results and that, that and I think personally that going to Anfield and performing like that I think going going to the Etihad is going to have no no effect on us either you know what I mean I think I think we can do that oh so sorry brother that like, my, my time has gone off on me Alexa and that like, was <laughs> sorry <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been there, uh, mate. Uh, Trust me, a friend of mine, Mike, had his alarm go off uh, his, his need to eat soup in a press conference with <laughs> Granite Jack. So this is exceptionally <laughs> less dangerous. <laughs> no, man, don't. And that, like, that was, it's my epilepsy medicine for my son, so it's, uh, it's a bit important, but don't, man. No, 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 no. I've got an hour, an hour to give it to him, oh. so I'm all right. I'm all right. But no, man, it's, uh, it, like I say, you're going to the head now and that, like, I think we'll be all right. I think that would give us the confidence to go there and fear nobody in that, like, no, no matter what. We've gone to Anfield and we've took it to them. And other than, like, really, like, Trent ain't on that. He's not really performed like this in that, like, all season long. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, 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 it's a one-off. And I think, I think we can take a lot of positives from today. And I, I, still, I still believe. I've still got the hope. You know what I mean? I've got the hope, and it seems that most, I mean, I think everyone that I've spoken to this evening, including yourself, Ozzy, are, are very optimistic still about how the season ends. I'll ask you the same question I asked the rest at the end. Yes or no? Are you still feeling like we'll win the league this season? Yeah, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to do it in that like. I think that Bournemouth, that Bournemouth was our uh, Michael Thomas moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was indeed. Hopefully, it's not in vain. Fingers crossed. Ozzy, yeah. thank you so much. So, sorry, just one thing. Uh, uh, your friends with Sophie from uh, Highbury Squad and that. Uh, indeed. Lovely. She girl. done a, a massive shout out after my son passed away in September and that. Like, and uh, if you could just give her a message and that, like, just say that she's an absolute legend and that. Like, and she she literally saved my life and that. Like, I swear to God, she's amazing. I will, I will send her the link to this video. I'm firstly, I'm so sorry you had to go through that, mate. And. Yeah. Uh, 
I hope that this place is can be a community for it you really as well. Yes, yeah, sanctuary, man. Sanctuary. A little bit of uh, therapy, you know? Yeah, that's what it's for. Ozzy, that's thank it. you so that's much it. for your time. Take Pleasure care. Well done with everything you're doing as well, you know? Thanks, man. I appreciate Bye, it. Bye, mate. See you, too. See you later. Much appreciate that with Ozzy. What a lovely message there at the end as well. And Sophie, I think we can all know, is a bit of a lifesaver to all of us as well. And uh, certainly uh, make sure you're subscribed to the Highbury Squad if you're not already. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening and tuning in. Considering the result, considering the frustration, um, I think that ultimately people are still feeling very, I think, optimistic um, and upbeat and positive about things. I think if we'd have ended the game with a 94th-minute equaliser from Liverpool we would have felt a lot worse. I think the way in which the game ended with Ramsdale being as good as he was and with us creating maybe a couple of chances that could have even been taken to win the game, I think ultimately we will look ahead to those games against West Ham and Southampton and ultimately Manchester City with a lot of optimism. We need to win against West Ham. We need to win against Southampton because if you remember last time, we had two games before City. We lost to Everton. We drew with Brentford and we went into that City game with no momentum and without Thomas Partey. And if we can go to the Etihad with two wins on the back after, I've got, and that would be nine games unbeaten as well, but uh, 10 games unbeaten actually, uh, by the way, in the league. And if we can go into that game against City with that level of momentum, with that level of quality, and of course the addition of Partey in the midfield as well, maybe even William Saliba back as well. We'll have to wait and see. It could be huge. I'll be back with you tomorrow morning to talk about the game in more detail and give you more of my perspective on things and how it went down. Thank you to all of our callers that came on today. Absolute pleasure to put faces to names in the chat box and, of course, speak to our regulars as well that come on all the time. Drop a like on the video if you've enjoyed this show and subscribe to the channel if you're new. But it's been an absolute pleasure. I'll speak to you tomorrow morning. Have a fantastic rest of your evening. I hope you had a good Easter as well for those that are indeed celebrating. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you again soon. Have a great day. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates are out, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.